Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are featuring stories of transformation. Each person has a story, and we want to celebrate what God is doing in the lives of others. As you listen to today's episode, I encourage you to think about your story. How is God working in your life? I promise you, He is on the move. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy this episode of Inspire on the Go. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. We are coming to you live again from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention annual meeting. It is like a family reunion around here, and so you will hear the noise, you will hear the excitement, uh, but we want you to come and join us here. Uh, Welcome into all that God's doing here in Arkansas, and I'm so excited to introduce you to, or maybe reintroduce you to, my sweet friend, Monique Broadus. Monique, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Andrea. Glad to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. And we were just reminiscing about the first time we had lunch together, uh, Pasta Grill, Conway, Arkansas. And I left that lunch meeting and I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be fun. (laughs) We were instant sisters, instant connection. And it has been great to see God use you in profound ways um, across our state. And we'll get into all of that. But I just, I'm just so thankful for you. I want to start the podcast by saying I'm so thankful for you, for your life, for your story. It's an important story, and we're going to get into it today. But um, welcome, and thank you. Thank and you. I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. I just, I'm just thankful and grateful that you, we got a chance to meet up and that you chose me to be a part of your Inspire team. Yes. And all that good stuff. So Speaking of Inspire, you were actually not able to be with us. It was a last-minute kind of thing. I don't know if you want to share that story or yes. not. Last-minute thing. My youngest daughter, she was having her baby. She had already went over her due date, so they were going to induce her. And there was issues with the cord around the neck, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay here with her. Yes. And we got to... I think a month ago today. Yes. Yes, a month ago today. But I love love that, and she is precious. But let me tell you what I love about this part of the story is Monique had it in her mind that she would be able to be at Inspire, run the merchandise table, be there for the event, lead her breakout group, and be there with her daughter to deliver that baby. And I just love that you're like, it's going to work out. It's going to be great. And I told you, I said, be there for your family. And that's exactly what you God do. had you to do. And so next year at Inspire, you'll be there. I that's know right. that you will. Yes, so ma'am. we missed you, but so fun to celebrate with your family what God is doing. Okay, so let's jump into your story. Um, take us First of all, tell us a little bit about you now, um, you know, where you're serving, a little bit about your family, and then we'll jump into the rest of the story. Okay, uh, we're currently serving in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, my husband and I, um, we have four children, all girls. We have four grandchildren now. We got the new one. Yes. And um, God is just doing amazing things. He's doing amazing things. We're transitioning from Little Rock to Sherwood. Okay. That's a whole different topic. But yes. Yeah, we're, we're in Little Rock and we're just enjoying it. That's enjoying great. It. That's great. And your husband is a church planter. He is. Yes. And so you are a, a church planting wife, uh, but really a church planter too, because it's such a team effort, it's, right? It's a team effort. Yes, it's when you get one, like Tara said today yes. in our in our time together. Yes, she said you get one, two for one. That's you right. Got one, get one. So yeah, <laughs> and they hit the jackpot with yep. you. So, okay, well, take us back to uh, your growing up years, how you met the Lord, just a little bit about the early part of your journey. Okay, so um, well, I'm one of fourteen. One of fourteen. Just one let that four, settle yes. in. That's right. <laughs> I'm the baby girl. 
so everybody's older than me. Yes. And back then, we were kind of like that family that was made to go to church. You didn't have a choice. Right. You know, it's like you're your mom, you get up, Sunday mornings, you're going to church. Right. There was no question about it. So um, I guess I was like 17, 16 to 17, you know, and you know, you think you're grown, you're like, okay, I don't want to go to church, I don't want to do this anymore, and I kind of strayed away. So um, fast forward, I was 28, 28 years old, I had my two daughters, I was married, I finished college, you know, just checklist, 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 trying to get check everything off the list but there was something missing you know it's like there was a void and I'm like okay so what's why is, I'm not happy I'm doing this I got a decent job got the degree got the husband got the kids what's missing yeah and it was Jesus yes you know yes. it was Jesus and I just thank God that my mom introduced me to him early on that I know to return back to him that's right oh hear that parents yeah hear that yes it's so, so was it at think, that age when you placed your faith in, in Christ? Yes. Okay, so yes, how was. old were you at that point? I was 28. 28, 28. and you already were married and had two, two, two children. children. Yes, right, ma'am. right. Okay. Married, had two children, 28. Because early, I mean, early on, we were made to go, but I think because I was being made that I really didn't take it all in. Right. Now, sometimes I, well, back then I used to think like, well, if I would have only still been in the church, in the Word, I will be so farther along. But, you know, it doesn't work like That's that. That's right. And I'm glad it didn't work like that because no. would I be as faithful, yes. as steadfast as I am now? I yes. don't think so. Yes, but, and yeah. I, I think that's such a poignant point because oftentimes we look back and we have those what if, yes. you know, woulda, coulda moments. But the journey, we we realize that God is shaping us. Yes, ma'am. And and I, I know for me in my season of running from the Lord, I know and it, I understand grace so much more because <laughs> I need it. Yes, <laughs> you know. Yes. And yes. so yes. I just think that's beautiful. So you were 28 and met the Lord, and then you know continued the story from there. Yes, 28. I met the Lord. I got baptized, and it's like everything just started coming together. You know, it's like that void that I was feeling. I felt like, okay, somebody loves me, you yes. know, and it's not because of something I have to do or something I have to work for. Yes. God loves me, you yes. know, and oh, that just okay. shaped, that shaped me. Yeah. It helped shape my life. That's great. Okay, so the journey obviously has had ups and downs. So tell us about a challenging season, a time whenever you just had to hang on uh, for oh, yeah. life, right? Hang oh, on yeah. to your faith. Because I know you've had some challenging I have, seasons. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I have to keep going back to 2020. Yeah. Um, you know, that was the COVID year. It was new to everybody. And in February, I had my mammogram, and there was a spot. We found a spot, and we had to get a biopsy. And I'm still thinking, like, okay, it's nothing, you know. It's not going to be anything. But turned out it was cancer. But we, we did detect it early. So I didn't have to go through chemotherapy. I just had to have radiation, which I think I had six weeks of radiation. And I'm on a medication for five years. So praise the Lord, no med- no chemotherapy, right. but just radiation and medication. And I know because of that, you're pretty passionate about encouraging people to get those checks. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we do that a lot, like in our church, even in my family. You know? Yes. So. Yes. And 
after that kind of spiraled out, we kind of, I think it was March when we started the work from home. March of 2020, everybody was working from home. So September comes around, and then I have to have a hysterectomy. And it's a full hysterectomy because I'm dealing with that breast cancer. Yes. So they're like, yeah. okay, we have to take ovaries as well. So that was a whole different ball game for me. It, I mean, just literally turned my life upside down because yes. having to deal with the hot flashes, the night sweats, yes. the mood swings, I can honestly say there was some part of unbelief, you know, mm -hmm. starting to root. Yes. There was yeah. some depression. Yeah. There was, I mean, all the feels, all the emotions, yes. everything. Yeah. And that happened September. So then in October, my husband and I, we kind of went through a spell. And we did, we did separate for about two months. There was about two months of separation there. And I mean, Satan showed his face. Yes. And we didn't fight, you know, now that I know it was Satan, yes. you know, we didn't, we allowed it. We had to, because if we wouldn't, there wouldn't right. have been a separation, you know. So yeah, now, now we kind of know. And I think through all of that, what God was saying to me was just, I got this, you know, yes. I got this. He is able. He is. Yes. And I, I just and love that about the journey is, you know, whether we have our act together or not, he has his he act has. together, yes. you know, yes. and it's like, we could just raise our hand and say, thank you, Jesus. And I know he gave you a verse, you know, yes. to really cling to. So tell us about that. Yes. Psalms 46 and 10. Yes, yes. ma'am. Be still, just be still and know, you know, yeah. know that I am the Lord. Yeah. And just just it was like a mantra you yeah. know just don't do anything because you know sometimes we tend to like well I can do this I'll do I'll do yes. and I had to just stop just stop and say God saw this beforehand he's gonna fix it he's gonna work it out there's nothing I can do yes. you know I can just continue to pray about it and be still and let God work and for uh, at least for me I'm a fixer and I'm a doer yes. and so when we hear that encouragement from the Lord there's a reason for it. It's yes. because he's wanting to us to rest in him, yes, his sufficiency and his grace and, you know, his ability to bring about the situation according to, you know, his plans and purposes. And being still is relinquishing control, yes. you know, and surrendering, so, yes, surrendering that to him. And so if you're listening today and you're going through just a heavy season and maybe you're sitting there thinking my life is spiraling out of control, whether it's a health issue or a relationship issue or a finance issue or whatever the case may be, I just wonder if this passage of scripture from Psalms 4610 will minister to your heart, just as God gave it to Monique uh, today, be encouraged that you can be still and know that he is God. He is exalted among the nations and he is Lord over your life and over your situations and so today you and your husband are in a different place and your health is in a different place and you just see God bringing healing yes yes definitely yeah we even bought a house this year so oh that's great and you're having grandbabies yeah. having yeah new grandbabies yes ma'am all the great things okay well um, tell us about a, a time when God called you to step out in faith and how he prepared you for that and kind of just everything that went into that season okay. of your life. So, uh, stepping out in faith. When I met my husband, my current husband, it was in 2013. I yes. met him in 2013. He was already a minister. Yes. So, in 2014, there was this group. He was a part of this group, and they're like, hey, we have a church. We want you to be 
uh, pastor of this church, you know, over this church. At that time, we were only dating, and I'm like, no, I don't think I, I, I didn't sign up for that. You I don't know, know about like, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, um, can't. But you know God. You know yes, how, I how do. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the church was in West Helen, Arkansas. The church had been shut down for maybe 10, 12 years. So he found the church. Well, they found the church. They placed him over the church. There was so much work that had to go into the church. And being a new church plant, we didn't know anything about Arkansas Baptist Convention. We were right. doing everything like out of pocket. And so I had a little money stacked back. And God is just telling me, you need to, you need to, Get the, give the money to the church. Give the money to the church. Now, you have to consider me. Well, you don't know me, but you have to consider that um, I'm in faith. I'm in my faith. Yes. You know, um, dating a minister. Yes. He's not a pastor, but he's a minister. And now the church needs more money to kind of bring the church aboard. And I'm like, okay, God, so. What is he's just tugging at me? I didn't yeah. know what it was. Where's Andrew. this going? Yes, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know, but he was telling me, "Give it, give it." So I had to literally give money to the church, and I'm kind of stingy. You're I, an accountant. <laughs> I mean, you have an accounting mind. Yes, that is so true. Yes, and yes. I'm every penny. So, and I'm like, okay, but I, I couldn't. I had to. I, I had to. It was faith. It was all on me. It was tugging at me, and I knew it was the Lord saying, "Give, yes. give, give." Yes. So I did that emptied our bank accounts we got that church started we started with just the sanctuary and the bathroom the kitchen area everything else was kind of like as it was and we just did as we go but that was a hard time for me that is that great. Was, and that was faith that was all God and that was that's so exciting because I had the chance to come and be a part of a women's yep. conference there which was so fabulous and just to see and now God's moved y'all on to a new church planting and you released that to the new leadership and transitioned them in so well yes. and I just love how God built our faith you know, yes. he is so faithful to call us out. And I don't know about you, Monique, but I'll say, okay, surely this is far enough. Yes. You know, surely this was enough. Surely we are far yeah. enough. And he's like, deeper still. Yes. Just deeper still. Deeper still. Yes. yes. That's exactly yeah. that's exactly what it feels yeah. like. And that's one of the things my husband, he's always saying, like, well, you know, God brings me. Maybe he just needs me to plant it. Yeah. And somebody else that's will right. water it. Yes. It's like one plant, one, another will water. So that's I'm right. like, okay. Because I'm like, we got to do it again. <laughs> Didn't we check that off the list? Yes. Like, oh, we got to go through all this all over again? Yeah. Okay. okay. Which leads us into how God's working in your life now. So yep. tell us about that. So now we're actually, um, we're located in Little Rock, but Saturday we're, we moved our church to Sherwood. Yes. So we're moving our church from Little Rock to Sherwood, and that comes with, to me, I'm thinking like replant. Like this right. is like a replant because yes. it's a different community. Yeah, we have the congregation. A lot of people are going to come back, you know, make the yes. drive, but a lot of them aren't. And then there's a whole new community that we'll have to get yes. to know and make our presence there. So God is, he's leading the way and we're just following. That's so right. It's just, a, it's just an being adventure. obedient. Just, just being obedient. Well, okay. Well, I just can't wait to hear your answer to this one. And we always end the podcast with this question. Monique, tell us what inspires you. Well, what inspires me is the love that God has for me. Mm. Just knowing that it's nothing I can't do, there's nothing I can't say. 
God loves me in spite of it all. Yeah. And I don't have to work for his love. Yes. I didn't have to, I don't have to strive and to do anything. He loves me just okay. me and my little self who I am, you know. <laughs> And that's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for what you're doing. I want to uh, point this out specifically because Monique and Isa and, and several others um, are really helping us at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention know how to minister to black churches, uh, to uh, different people, uh, uh, diversity. And we are so thankful that you're on the front lines because I know that's not easy because you're coming, we're coming into these uh conversations and we want to make sure that everybody is honored and represented and yes. we just are committed here in Arkansas and you and I have mm -hmm. had such straightforward conversations please don't let me make a mistake help me to know how to do this how to navigate this the right way but also what makes that work is the level of love and respect and trust within our relationship for one another and yes. with God and so I want to say because you inspire me with your story and with your willingness to be on the front lines, not only does God love you, I want you to know Arkansas Baptists love you. And this is a beautiful family. And I am so thankful that we're headed to an eternity that is made up of every oh, yes. tongue, every tribe, every nation. But as uh, sweet OZ Jacobs and Willie, uh, who are mentors of both of ours, have said, we're going to get the party started down here. There you go. And so thank you, Monique, so much <laughs> you, for who you are and how you're serving the Lord. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full, free, abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.